It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. It's Friday. Uh, we got the weekend coming. We The draft is fast approaching. And, and, and as we start getting closer and closer to the draft, uh, our our mock draft simulating starts accelerating into an unreal yes. depths. I must have run a thousand yesterday, probably. Yes. I think. So uh, we thought it'd be fun to kind of dip back into this well and share another one with you guys. How many of your mocks did you have Quiddy Pay going to the Cowboys at number 10? <laughs> <laughs> Only the ones where the Cowboys weren't picking for him, where I wasn't picking for the Cowboys. So. Uh, yeah, we're going to save our Quiddy Pay talk for a different day. But today, Landon, we are going to do a four or five round mock draft simulator for the Cowboys. Uh, last time we did a scenario where we picked Patrick Sertan at number 10 and then tried to trade up to go get, I believe, Zavin Collins at the end of the first round, correct? Uh, uh, to, was it? Oh, yeah. Was it him or Aziz Ojolari? I can't remember, but yes. One of those, I think it was one one of those, of those 250-pound yeah. linebackers. Um, yeah. yeah. Today we are going to be doing a little bit of a different scenario. I want to see how the draft plays out, Landon. If we go offensive line at number 10, we talked about earlier in this week how I've maybe shifted a little bit more to the Rashawn Slater side of things. I'm a huge fan 
Uh, I want to see what a mock draft would look like if we kind of follow the same steps as we did last time. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast version of this, we're going to do our best to try to explain who's still available, uh, you know, who's been picked. If you're watching us on YouTube, you'll be able to see this or on WFAA. It'll be all available on your screen. So, Landon, um, I I think we need to to get right into it. So, offensive line, first and foremost, at number 10. How do you feel about that? I mean, if it's Rashawn Slater or Pene Sewell, I feel great. You know, I think those are two two players who uh, are guys that could be uh, immediate helps to your team and uh, obviously have uh, long-term uh, uh, skills that, that, that they can help elevate the, the level of play. I mean, you know, last year was a nightmare for the Cowboys, and mm-hmm. a large portion of it was uh, because of offensive line injury and depth. Uh, plugging one of these guys in as – I mean, I think you know we, we can have a whole conversation about how each of these guys fit in 2021, right? But I sure, think that sure. 2022 and beyond, uh, these 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 guys, if they if you draft them, are centerpieces of your offensive line, and 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 likely someone like Pene Sewell will probably be kicked out to left tackle. Yep. Sooner than later, I guess, you know, whenever Tyron uh, decides to retire. So uh, it's definitely you know as far as offensive needs, it's the top. Um, and I think that it's the, but that's not why we're picking these guys. We're picking these guys because Rashawn Slater and Penny Sewell, if they've dropped to 10, they're likely in the conversation for best player yep. available. So, yep. uh, I, I think it adding talent, adding strength to strength is important. Uh, and I think that when you, you get ta- an opportunity to draft a talented offensive lineman, those players are rare. So if they fall to you at 10, you got to take advantage. Okay, so in this mock draft simulator, Pede Suel is off the board, I believe, to the Bengals at number five. Uh, In this mock, you happen to have Rashawn Slater and Patrick Sertan. I still believe Landon the Cowboys are more likely to pick Sertan than Slater at number 10. But for the purposes of this mock, we are going to go with Rashawn Slater. And I would be thrilled about this pick. So after we make this selection, Landon, when should we start considering coming up for maybe a defender? Because after you draft an offensive tackle, offensive guard at number 10, you've got to get a blue chip defensive guy. When do we start maybe at least exploring what's available? Well, we, sh- we should start talking about having the conversation about the number of folks that we should target, right? Obviously, it can't just be one player. We got to keep them kind of, you know, all uh, several in mind uh, and 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 just see how it, it goes down, you know, the picks. Okay. I would say – uh, you know, we should probably let it run to 20. Yeah, I would say, I mean, we're not, we're not going up past 20. So if, let's let it run to 20 okay. and then we'll go for, and see what's available. Okay. All right. So here we are now at pick number 20. Again, if you are watching this on our channel, you can see who has been picked. Micah Parsons goes uh, 12 to the Eagles. You have some uh, Patrick Sertan going to the Chargers. You've got Quiddy Pay going to the Vikings. Caleb Farley going wow. to the New England Patriots at number 15. That is a bit of a surprise, but uh, interesting nonetheless. J.C. Horn going to the Cardinals. And this is what's tough, right? You see all these really good players falling in between where you probably are comfortable trading up. Christian Derrissaw goes 17 to the Raiders. Christian Barmore, 18 to the Dolphins. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromora goes to the Washington football team at number 19. Uh, sitting at pick 20, you still have guys like Aziz Ojolari, uh, Zavian Collins, Jamin Davis, 
corners are getting a little thin, right? Greg Newsom is probably the next corner off the board or, you know, that's available. Are we thinking about trading up or are we letting the sport kind of play out a little bit longer? Well, I, I've actually heard rumors that the Cowboys have had conversations with the with the Bears about their pick at 20, but it's not going up to 20. It's down <laughs> yeah, from yeah. 20, yes. uh, down from 10. Uh, so so give me a rundown again. Ojalari, Zayvon Collins is still on. Jalen Phillips, uh, Trevon Morrig, um, Jamin Davis, corners. Uh, you know, there's. I think there's a big drop off after the first, what three guys, four yeah. guys. I would so, say let's let's run it to like maybe twenty four. Let's okay. twenty five. I think should be our target. All right. Yeah, the Steelers draft at twenty four, and I think they're going to go running back. So let's go to twenty five. Okay. Yeah. So we've got. But oh, I went one pick too far. Sorry. Simulators are too fast. It's right. Uh, we have Morrig goes. Kyle 20. Trask. Wow. Pittsburgh. Wow. That'd be, yeah, that'd be good. I'd love that. Uh, <laughs> Morrig goes to the Bears. We've got Rashad Bateman to the Colts. Gregory Russo, 22 to the Titans. Jalen Phillips, 23 to the Jets. Kyle Trask. And then Samuel Cosme. Uh, Cleveland at number 26. Is this again where you're considering moving up, Landon? Uh, I I yeah I think Ojolari is still there, so I would definitely move up for him. Greg Newsom's still there, right? Yes, and I think this is the spot where you need to to start trading up because I think the Browns could go yep. linebacker or corner. The Ravens are always a threat to go corner. They love to load up on defensive backs. We know the Saints are probably going defense. The Packers love to pick defense. The Bills are probably going defense. So if there's a, a specific corner you want here, you might want to trade up. I don't think Zayvon Collins is going to last much longer than this. It's just, do you feel better about going up for Collins or going up for Newsom? I feel better about going up for Ojolari. <laughs> uh, we can't go up for Aziz Ojolari in every mock. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. But I would say for the Cowboys, uh, hmm, or do you I, just they, wait? They really like Zayvon Collins, <laughs> so uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could. The, if, here's it, the problem. Yeah, if you, if you don't go up and get a corner now. What's the corner situation going to look like if you wait to 75 and 99? In fact, if you have to give it, give, give up your first third round pick and your second round pick, you're waiting to 99 to get another outside corner. That seems. Yeah. That's wise. the problem with trading up for Zayvon Collins after, after taking an offensive tackle, mm-hmm. right? Is that you don't have the, the capital to kind of fill in the other spots to make this worth your while. Um, or do you, we just wait. I think we should wait. Let's wait a couple picks okay. and see what right. happens. We're going to wait let's a couple go to, picks. Let's go to like 30, right? Okay, and that's fine. Yeah. We'll wait a couple of picks. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even ha- offers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just make sure you're using that promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, you wanted to stop at 30. We can do that. Here we go. Okay. Oh, and see, Delana, this is where they made a choice for us, didn't they? Aziz Ojolari goes 26 to the Browns. I feel like that's pretty likely. Kadarius Tony 27 to the Raven uh, to the Ravens. Elijah Very Tucker 28 to the Saints. It's a great pick. And then Zavin Collins 29 to the Packers. Two of our targets are off the board. Now the question comes down to Landon. Is it worth giving up multiple picks to go get Greg Newsom? Or do you feel like there's not a big drop-off between Newsom and Tyson Campbell, Eric Stokes, Calvin Joseph, and Fetty Melifamu? I think our, the biggest argument is going to be uh, whether it's Stokes or, or Campbell when, when we show up at 44. Uh, I like Melifamu. You know, I, I like I like Newsom okay. a lot too. Um, but I think at this point, I, I, I would let it ride. You let it let's ride. Go to, yeah, let's go to forty-four because I, I just think that. Well, let's let's well, let's let's stop at like thirty-four, okay? Just to see. Yeah, maybe we start at the at the start of the second round, or, or because I think it's it's way more palatable to go from forty-four to thirty-four, thirty-five. Yeah. I don't think you have to give up seventy-five to do that. And I don't um, need that fifth-year option necessarily okay. for these guys. So let's let's go ahead and boom. All right, so here's what we have. <laughs> Newsom went. Yeah. So did Owe. <laughs> Joseph Asai goes to Buffalo. Newsom goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Jason Owe to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, this last thing they need is a, another athletic pass rusher. And then Travis <laughs> Etienne joining his teammate Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Landon, at this point, I think you just let it ride, right? Yep. You lost Newsom. Yeah. You lost Saving Collins. I mean, maybe you're hoping that like a Jamin Davis falls to you, and maybe that makes it a little bit more interesting. But uh, this is almost playing out like the worst case scenario for the Cowboys if you if you wanted one of those corners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is not <laughs> this is not great. It's, I mean, it's not great, but it's all right. We're, I, I, you're going to be okay. And I think that's the point of these simulators. You're still going to like a lot of the talent that's yeah. available at 44. And let's let it ride. We've got some interesting picks right here. We've got Rondale Moore going to the Jets. We've got Alex Leatherwood to the Falcons, Terrace Marshall to the Dolphins, Nick Bolton to the Eagles, Carlos Boogie Basham to the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris to Sante Samuel, oh. Tevin Jenkins, <laughs> and then Tyson Campbell goes one pick ahead of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. That one hurts. All right, yeah. so – you have your offensive tackle. You have your offensive guard, whatever you want to call Rashawn Slater. You're probably using the next four picks in this draft to address your defense. Yeah. This is where it gets interesting, Lena. Do you reach a little bit on a corner, or do you just take the best defensive player that's available and fill a need? That's probably Jamin Davis for most people. Um, Jabril Cox is there. I don't think that's really an option. Richie Grant, Javon Holland, two safeties that we both really like. Um, we can go look at corners and see yeah, what's let's available. Go, let's, to- see, let's see what's available at corners. Because Javon Holland or Richie Grant sounds like a very okay. Calvin Joseph is interesting, but I'm not sure Dallas is going to be willing to gamble on him there. Aaron Robinson from UCF is a little bit shorter arm corner. Yeah, they won't like him. Efeti Melifonwu. He's interesting. And then, and then your guy, Eric Stokes. I think for me, it would be Melifonwu or... I'm going to say Holland because I don't think they like Grant. 
Okay, right? so what if what if you weigh Holland against Jamin Davis? Do you feel better about the linebackers you can get in the third round or yes. the safety? I, I just think I think you gotta take a secondary guy here, right? Like just because you have so much invested at linebacker. If you're going to invest, you gotta get a guy that's a little better than what you've got. I, I just think I don't know that I love Jamin Davis a ton more than Melifonwu or uh uh, uh, Holland, sure. Uh, and I think both of those get more of a position bump. Yeah, right? and that's fine. Not only not only because of their position, because of the needs. So, um, I, I'm I'm fine with Holland. I think they like Holland quite a bit, and I think they feel good if they have to go in the season with Diggs, Jordan Lewis, and Anthony Brown as their top three corners, and then they draft a developmental guy. I think they would be okay with that. Yeah, I, I would say. In hindsight, by the way, just look at this draft. If you go Sertan at 10, look at these offensive tackles that are sitting there at 44. Yeah. Dal- Dylan Raddins. And, and frankly, that's and, that's that's my whole thing, too. Is and that Liam Eikenberg. It, it, it matches up with with yeah. where you – the timing of when you these guys need to develop is when you would need them. You know, okay. you, you don't need them yep. right away necessarily. That's why when we dra- – we talk about drafting tackles, we're trying to figure out how to fit them on the team for the first year. And, and yep. so – uh, there's something to this a little bit. So uh, all right, we, can, I, I guess, we can go Holland. We, that's fine. Yeah, let's go Holland. Let's just pick Holland there. Okay. I also think Melifon. I mean, Holland, Davis, and Melifonu, all three would be great picks here. I'm fine with Holland because I think he's a day one yep. starter at free safety. Yep. It's fine. All right. So to recap, Rashawn Slater, you probably have a week one starting left guard. Connor Williams moves into a reserve role. Maybe you try to flip him before the uh, season starts. Um, Dang it. You fed to Melifon when we went like three picks ago. Uh, that's it. It's all right. Yeah. You're it's not all. a fan. Is that is that what it is? No, no I'm you fine. It's 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 I, I just I'm not gonna stress about it. Uh, yeah. all right. So there's a lot of picks that went between the second and third round. We're not gonna recap them all, but let's look at what the cornerback market looks like, Landon. Uh Kelvin Joseph. I'm not sure how realistic that is. Yeah, I saw your eyes just just kind of get that's, real big here. Interesting that he's still there for Eric sure. Stokes is still there, and I don't listen. I I don't think that's that surprising. I know you do. Um, there's also, I believe, Paulson Adebo from Stanford, who I think the Cowboys may like a little bit. Uh, that one's interesting. Um, again, I don't think Calvin Joseph is very likely to be there at that point in the draft, but you never know. Any other positions you want to look at here, Landon? Uh, well, Jamin Davis looks like he's still available. Uh, but we did this in the last mock. Remember, he was yeah. available. PFF, fix your grades. Yeah. He's, he's going to go on the top 40. He's, he's, yeah, he's a top 40 player. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say that we should go with uh, yeah, either Stokes or uh, – I mean, I, I think you should go with with uh, Kelvin uh, – Joseph? The, the Kentucky kid, yeah. Because I, do, you think he, I mean, do you think it's likely that he's there at 75? I don't think it's unlikely. I mean, look, I, I, someone's got to fall. <laughs> They've got, we've got a hundred play. We got one hundred fifty players in the top fifty. So, like, someone. I'm fine. Let's fall. let's let's have one unrealistic pick. Let's let's do it, Landon. It's certainly. It's. I don't think it's that unrealistic. I mean, no, I don't think it's all that unrealistic. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's not likely. But I think you know. I mean. Trayvon Diggs falling to second round wasn't likely last year. So. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> what's more unlikely is Sean Wade going two picks ahead of the Cowboys at number 73. Uh, 
So, well, if listen, things like that are going to happen, then yeah, Kelvin Jones just is going to end up on our team. Let's kind of reset our board. We've got Rashawn yeah. Slater. Uh, I don't even remember who would be taking the second round. Javon oh, Holland. J- Javon Holland and oh, then Kelvin yeah. Joseph, right? If you have this mock, how are you, or, you know, this draft for the first three rounds, how are you feeling? I feel pretty good. You know, I, I think I'm a little, still a little bit nervous about, you know, where the defense is going. Uh, but again, let's always remember that there's there's still a free agency on the other side of the draft. There's guys at these positions that uh, that we can sign that are that could come in and start right away if we wanted to go get like a Richard Sherman at cornerback if we're worried about that. So right, I think we're, look, we're doing good. I think we're doing good. Um, let's continue to look on defense. At defensive tackle, Tommy Togiai is available. Osa Odigizua is available. Uh, I know we've talked about both those players. We can even look at linebackers. I, I, I mean, see I'll take- I'll, I'll take any of those top five defensive tackles yeah. right now, honestly. All right, and let's let's look at linebacker again. Jamin, <laughs> Jamin Davis is still there. He's not going to be available. We're not the, next, the next group of linebackers, I think, really falls off. Monty Rice, Justin Hillier, yeah. Derek Barnes is interesting, but I like not Derek Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not Hillier, Dal- not not Monty Rice. Um, I think Dallas would be likely to go defensive tackle here, right? Yeah, now. I, I agree. And which way? We're, we're let, I'm going to cross off Milton Williams again because he but might see, be. See, I don't. Okay, look, look, we can cross him off. But again, this is the conversation that we had the other day. I, I think that there is a, certainly a possibility that there are wide opinions on a ton There's of these the, guys. And, okay. and someone like Milton Williams, someone could fall. I'm not at, saying we should pick him here because we already at kind 99? Of that. Yeah. Seems- like, dude, dude, before the pro day, before the pro day. Where where was Milton Williams? You know, probably, kind of generally this this range third fourth probably round? lower. I I I think I saw like the, you know the the PFF draft guide had him at like fifth round or something like that. So I, I think you know opinions on this guy is going to be all over the place. Though I will agree, let's not take him here because I I, I don't know that it's that realistic. But. Who do you think the Cowboys would take here? Because I think if Togiai is there at ninety nine, a guy that can come in and fill a yeah. role right away, I think that makes a ton a ton of sense. Yep, I agree. I think Togia is the guy they would take. All right, we're not going to do this entire draft. We're going to do a couple more picks. We'll go to the fourth and fifth round a little bit. But uh, just wanted to take a quick break to tell you guys about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best-tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 and you'll get 15% off your next box. Again, that is BiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON15. All right, Landon. Again, resetting the board. Cowboys go Rashawn Slater, Javon Holland, Kelvin Joseph, Tommy Togiai. This is no trades at all, just sitting and picking. Quite quite the haul, right? I think you got a all-pro level uh, offensive guard at worst. You've got a starting free safety in Holland. You've got maybe a starting outside cornerback in Kelvin Joseph. And then maybe in 2022, you're starting one technique. That's a pretty good haul in the first three rounds. Yeah, and, and and we're about to pick Jamin Davis in the fourth no, round. We're not. No, we're not. <laughs> all right, or Milton Williams. Um, you know, it's right, a so- good haul. It's it's a good haul. Yeah, right. Jeez, Milton Williams is still there. It's a good haul. Yeah, definitely. And, and look, I mean, we're joking about some of these guys falling, but again, guys, like this year more than any, you need to be ready for something yes. like this happening. All right, so let's say this draft plays out. You know, exactly the way it did is we address offensive line, we grab a corner, we grab a safety and a defensive tackle. 
What are we looking to accomplish in the fourth and fifth round where the Cowboys have three picks? Well, we can start looking at kind of some more uh, upside play guys, some more athletic types. I think we could start all, actually talking about offense. You want to look want. at a receiver? A guy that yeah, maybe could, could replace receivers. Michael Gallup? We could look um, at receivers. We could look at tight ends. Okay. Josh Palmer is interesting. Uh, had a really good season in the SEC this year. Kay Johnson, it reminds me a little bit of like a Dennis Northcutt type of receiver. Mm-hmm. Jalen Darden is available. Amari Rogers is interesting. A fun slot receiver. That could maybe, you know, once Gallup leaves, come play in the slot and slide CD Lamb to the outside. Shy Smith, Jacob Harris, any of these guys do anything for you? I'll scroll up a little bit because what about Simi Fahoko? What do you what's your Simi thoughts Fuku? on him? I think he's a ways away. I think you probably yeah. need a couple years to develop him. But if you want to add some speed to your offense, I get it. I get and it. And I think he could play some special teams, don't you? Okay. I think I think, I think so right away. Let's 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 look at tight end too. Let's just see what's there. Mm. Oh, mm. there he is! <laughs> I be, knew he would be there. <laughs> be still, my heart. Uh, my guy, Tommy Tremble, who I would trade up into the second round to go get. Um, to, just a fantastic blocking tight end can be your fullback, can be your H back, can be your inline guy. I again, we said this in the last mock land, and if he's there, I'm pulling the trigger. And again, I'm, I, I'm serious. I would trade up for him. I, I, uh, you know, I have a, a Tommy Trimble sized hole in my roster right now. So uh, <laughs> let's, 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 let's boom, pull the trigger. Boom. Uh, talking about unrealistic. This is more unrealistic than Jamin Davis being available at 114. Uh, so again, you pick a tight end. I, I don't think that's all that unrealistic because the Cowboys need some depth. And with, uh, with Dalton Schultz entering the last year of his contract, Blake Jarwin's injury history, uh, not all that unlikely. <laughs> Pick one Apparently, Jamin. before this draft, Jamin Davis and Jamar Johnson were in a car together, and both of their legs fell off because well, I cannot understand how they've fallen this far. Um, I mean, I can <laughs> understand why Jamar Johnson he just can't tackle to so a certain degree. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, this is still really far for the, the one spot we Jamin. have. Yeah, the one spot we haven't talked about is linebacker. It's yep. a spot that the Cowboys need to add some depth to. Yeah, Barnes is still here. I, I mean, Barnes is a realistic pick here. Yes. Um, At the end and of the fourth think, round. And I think it's a good pick. I like Garrett Wallow a little bit more than other people do, I think. Mm-hmm. Tackling um, machine. Yep. Yeah. And, and just kind of a solid, I think he'd be a pretty decent special teams player for you. I, I will, you know, yell a lot about KJ Britt if you will allow me to, uh, just because of War Eagle reasons. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think probably watching these guys, Barnes to me seems like at least he's a little bit different type of linebacker mm-hmm. than what you've got currently, and uh, and he could you know potentially be a starter down the road. So he's he's interesting to me. Uh, edge rushers, Jonathan Cooper's yeah, yeah, pretty interesting. I actually I would probably. I would probably actually prefer to take Barnes and then scroll down a little bit and then see if I can get Janarius Robinson a little bit further down the That's line fine. because I really I really like Janarius Robinson. That's fine. I think the Cowboys are going to address linebacker. I think on day two at some point. Um, yeah. But I, I'm I'm fine taking Derek Barnes here. Played re- really well at the Senior Bowl. Don't you feel like yeah? It feels like linebacker is the was the one position where the Cowboys will look to upgrade if upgrade is available. But I feel like if they don't get, I feel like there's a line, right? Like if they aren't upgrading the position, then they can wait a little while because they yes. do have numbers at the position clearly. Yeah, I think it's one of those spots again where they feel good about the guys they're going in with week one. It's just long term because yeah, 
Van yep. Resch likely not here next year. Jalen Smith, yep. I would say the same. Keanu Neal's on a one-year deal. One-year deal. Yep. So it's interesting. All right. We're at the the end of the fifth round. I believe our last pick that we're going to be making here. Um, we can go back to edge just to continue to add some defensive guys to this team. Jonathan Cooper, yeah, Shaka Cooper's Tony. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Janarius Robinson, who we know the Cowboys like a little bit. Patrick Jones was very productive at Pittsburgh. Teron Jackson, uh, what well, poor man version of Demarcus Lawrence? Demarcus Lawrence uh, yeah. Where where would you go here? I, I think I probably would go Cooper. I'm 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 actually kind of surprised he's still here. Where do you think they would go? I think I think Robinson they would go with Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, I'm fine with that. You're taking a big athletic guy that's probably going to be redshirted for a year. I'm fine with that. I, yeah, uh, let's take Robinson. I, I you know I'm starting to wonder if Florida State just doesn't have a terrible defensive line coach. Uh, because of all the kind of underdeveloped talent that they had at Florida State on that defensive line that uh, didn't seem to get better over the years. So uh, maybe I can take a guy like Robinson, put him in a pro system for a little while, and and teach him some more uh, hand usage, and he shines. All right, so we're going to ignore the sixth and seventh round. The simulator is going to continue to go on. But uh, how would you feel about this draft for the Dallas Cowboys? Because, again, we haven't done done an offensive tackle first mock. I think I would feel good, but not great about it. You know, I think it's, really? it's, a, it's a, yeah, I, actually, it's a pretty good draft. It's, yeah, I mean, I think getting Kelvin jo- Joseph in the, in the third round would definitely make me feel better about where I felt after the 44th pick. I, I like Javon Holland, but, uh, you know, I don't know that Javon Holland was like the, we need to fix it. wasn't our defense. target, right? We, we yeah. wanted Tyson yeah. Campbell. Is, I mean, I, Oh, sorry, I wanted Tyson Campbell at 44, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, or like, we I, wanted to go up and get Greg Newsom or hope one of those guys fell and it just never worked out. Joseph, to me, feels like the top of that tier that is just outside of the cornerbacks that you feel comfortable plugging in and starting, right? Like, I, I don't feel like confident about plugging in Kelvin Joseph as the starter opposite Diggs next year right away. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I, I feel be- like that's the same thing with Mel Famu and Pelsa or Paulson Adebo and Eric Stokes. I feel like all those three or all four of those guys are in the same tier. Like if I need them to start, that's fine, but I prefer that they don't have to right away. I, I, I probably wouldn't put Melifanu and Stokes in that tier, but okay. you, you you hate those guys. So I don't, I mean, that's, <laughs> I hope you there, but I, I, I do agree. I think, I yeah. think you can make a pretty good case that even if you remove Stokes and Melifanu from there, Joseph and Aaron Robinson and Paulson Adiba are all guys you don't feel great about starting, but you're not, it's not going to kill you if you do. Yeah, you feel better about the, how, them starting in 2022 than you do in 2021, Correct. for sure. Uh, so again, just one more time to recap our Hall, Slater, Hall, and Joseph, the law firm of Tommy and Tommy, Togiai and Tremble, Derek Barnes, and Janarius Robinson. I like it, Landon. It's yeah, one that's of the good. reasons. I, it felt like this was almost a worst-case scenario for the Cowboys in the second round, considering where all yep. the guys went. Yep. And it still worked out really well. We threw a lot of numbers on the defensive side of things. I think your defense is deeper. I think it's better. And I think you continue to protect Dak Prescott, which is the most important thing. So I'm giving it a A-. minus. Uh, very, very satisfied. A-. minus. Well, that's uh... – I would say a B. You know, I, I think this is a good draft for, for, for the way it happened, especially the way it looked at 44. Uh, yeah. 
I, I think you know you have a potential to have add five starters or four starters. I think uh, not not this year, but certainly within the next two years, and that that's a good draft. It is a tricky job. Uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Locked On Cowboys. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. And we will see you next time. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor, you're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.